Hello everyone, this is Emmanuel Martinez. And I'm Josue Rico. And you are listening to Found Forum. Welcome to the conversation. Alright, I think we're going now. Yeah, I doubt it. Come on, figure are it out. Are we on? Oh yeah, we got waveforms, we're good. Oh, finally. Yeah. Alright, this is the first time using a new platform. Um, Which platform? Well, it's just a new way of recording. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're back. We're we're doing this one more time. I'm gonna celebrate, celebrate, and dance for free. Did I do that wrong? One more time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Oh man! Hell aunts, yeah! Death we're driving. Shit. We're driving in my aunt's truck. And yeah. we were laying in the back in the bed, like driving towards, driving to grandma's house. Remember that? Dude, that's, the Daft Punk is so dope. Even Kanye West was like, yeah, no, I got to copy these dudes. I know. <laughs> Kanye is another subject, huh? Oh, man. Well, yeah. Well, welcome, everyone. We're super excited to have each and every one of you. Um, This is going to be a good one, because why, Josh? Why is this going to be good? Well, because something we've decided... um when we were first kind of coming up with the concept for this podcast is uh, to make every third episode um, an episode about, you know, what's going on with marijuana and marijuana culture and um, with the legality of it. Uh, And there's a lot of reasons behind that Uh, one for one personally, I am, uh, I believe very strongly against marijuana prohibition. I believe the, the war on drugs has done nothing but perpetuate crime and misery. Um, and it, it, it's, it's really ridiculous and it dates all the way back to the 1930s. There's a lot of research that's been done on it. And, and when it comes down to it, it's something that every American citizen, every citizen of the world actually should have free access to. Um, and you know what? It's it's uh, there's there's a lot of movements I like, like grow your own tomato plant out in Seattle, um, which is uh, Project PC, uh, which stands for positive change is is a nonprofit that that runs that um, campaign. Um, and <laughs> it, it's it's really good. I'll get into some of that later. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, there's there's definitely a lot of good that can be done from doing something as simple as just um legalizing a plant for people to use it, it's it's kind of stupid at this point i mean i know we're probably beating a dead horse but it still needs to be beat obviously because um lawmakers haven't gotten the the message yet apparently man marijuana hemp it it seriously is a game changer but one thing i want to address that you literally just said was war on drugs okay let's let's just use a little bit of logic what does war bring what does it cause war breeds casualties no matter what is it a positive Um, energy or negative energy? well it's 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 war is uh is what really brings about the worst in us i mean we, we do the worst things to each other during wartime and and it's just it's it's basically um being defeated by our darker side and our darker urges um and there there are darker things that work there i mean it's it's uh <laughs> i mean i mean there's even a song about it 
war, what is it good for? It really, uh, it, and that's, that's, it's uh, the, the people in the seventies had it right. Um, and that's, that's another era of marijuana prohibition. I'll go into uh, in greater detail in just a minute, man. I'm on this marijuana subject. I'm super excited, but there's so much like studies and knowledge about other supposed drugs, but they help with the, with like PTSD, all these other things. But today we're going to focus on uh, marijuana. So let's jump into our first subject. All right. So, um, well, I, I first wanted to go into a little bit of the history um, of marijuana prohibition and demonization. Um, and, and it dates all the way back to the 1930s, like I said earlier. Um, it, it, okay, so so first off, let, let's, let's go into the earliest signs of marijuana use. Um, and I have this article here by Live Science again. Shout out Live Science! Live Science! All right. Um, that basically in this article, it says that, that they found traces of marijuana cultivation and hemp cultivation 12,000 years ago. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So are you telling me, did Jesus do this? Uh, it was there way before that time. Yeah. I'm not saying Jesus did it, but how cool would that be? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no, it's 12,000 years back. People have been using this plant. So what the fuck gives any government of the world the right to say that we can't use it now? It's it's been a, it, it's been in use longer than corn has been a part of American life. This is how important it is. Mexico, okay? And they restricted guns, they restrict so much stuff, but they literally said Mexico says it is a human right. They literally just passed this like a couple weeks ago. It is a human right that marijuana is a human right. It shouldn't be removed or treated as a drug. It is 100% a medicine, and it is a human right to have. Yeah, well, and let me just spell out how important that is. Because um, for someone to say that something is a human right, um, they're saying it's basically equal to the right of life, liberty, and happiness, which is... Pursuit of happiness. Yeah, well, the pursuit of happiness, which is, is... is taken right out of our constitution. So, I mean, if, if Mexico is doing stuff constitutionally that we aren't or, or legally that we aren't, we need to look at ourselves, especially if, if there are all these people that, that think Mexico is a backwards country. Um, no, it's, it's just a country in crisis that we have had a hand in creating. And I'll go into that a little bit more in detail here in a minute. So yeah, let's uh, go ahead and jump into some, some big points that, you literally just um, read about and studied and really just break it down for people and show them the importance of how long the history of marijuana has affected all of us and what has happened recently, like when we just took it away in the 1930s. Yeah, so I'm going to give you basically an uh, an abridged A to Z of, (laughs) of marijuana history. Um, from the best of my knowledge and my research and, and the best of what I've learned. So from the research I've done, um, marijuana prohibition was really heavy in the 1930s. It was right around the time uh, they just had war in Mexico. So a lot of Mexican immigrants were coming to the United States. That was probably some of our um, family. Yeah, so it, yeah definitely. Um, <laughs> probably some of our, our 
progenitors in this country. Um, but yeah, no, back in back in the 1930s, uh, it was it was right after the Depression. People were still pissed off. You know, they, they were in a they were in a defensive state in America. Uh, it was a really tumultuous time still. I mean, there, people were getting back on their feet, but they were they still remember. You know what I mean? They still remembered all of the things, all of the shit they had to deal with, the Hoovervilles, the 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 stocks going bust, everybody losing everything. And it, it was a really tumultuous time. Um so and, and uh you know, I love this country, but we, we tend to we tend to use different immigrant cultures as scapegoats you know what i mean uh back in in when the when the irish were immigrating uh, were immigrating to hold on i just have to make a shout out conor mcgregor i love you <laughs> you're my friend yeah, oh, yeah. seriously you inspire i just segue <laughs> dude you've inspired me to work harder as an individual okay let's jump back in yeah uh so when the irish were uh were immigrating to new york you know there there were people that threw rocks at them and there were people that killed got killed right off the boat you know what I mean? It, it's it's the same thing. This 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 country, it, we we like to say, you know, hey, we're the melting pot of everywhere. Even in New York, that that considers themselves the melting pot. They had racist feeling towards people coming from Ireland. Um, you know what I mean? Because they were going through stuff, and we like to make scapegoats out of people. Um, so you know, and back in that day of the Great Depression, like right after the Great Depression. Um, the big thing was anti-Mexican, um, and, and uh, a lot of people were <laughs> were okay. So there was a big campaign to that that said, you know, all these brown Mexicans are bringing in marijuana and they're going to steal your white women. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's racist. Well, as fuck, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Check this out. You know, <clears throat> Hispanic people have Latino charm. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, that's why that's why they make fun of Fez on that bitty, 70s bitty show. Bamba. You know what I mean? Bitty bitty bamba. Uh, <laughs> hey, Selena. <laughs> Selena. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the big thing in the 1930s. The, the our the big scapegoat was uh, the Mexicans and the Mexican population. You know what I mean? And 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 it, it's it's it's. It sounded so fucking crazy when I heard Donald Trump saying that shit back when he was running for office um, about, you know, Mexican immigrants are the problem yet again, because it was like, okay, well, they do say history repeats itself, but I'm seeing it here. This was the 1930s all over again for me. So one thing I do want to say, though, is, yes, um, Trump could learn how to communicate and verbalize um, better, but yes, when he did say that, it it was very, it was a poor use of language. But at the same time, like Trump is doing actually a lot of good things. It's hard to say that, but it's true. Like for instance, how many people know that we as individuals had taxes on life insurance? For instance, if someone that you love died. You would be taxed on that life insurance and be given to the government. But look what Trump did. He actually signed that out of order. So every single penny, if someone were to die, you would not get taxed on any of that money. That is, I'm not saying he's an amazing person, but this is one good thing that he did do. And I do want to say that no one's perfect. We're all human. And yeah, he did disrespect 
Oh, crap. Manny's going to say culture again. Damn it, Manny. Culture. Like, he did disrespect us. He did. That's you. That's so messed up to yeah, say that. Well, and, and, and I would say not really us. He, he disrespected. And, and, and I, I honestly, I believe there is really, there really shouldn't be an us or a them. But, you know, he did respect mm-hmm. a large group of people and, and not really, I wouldn't say the culture, but the heritage. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it comes down to disrespecting one's ancestry. And, and anytime you do that, I mean, like, the one of the most defensive things that, that that people that people really get pissed off about, like there are so many people out there, and I think a lot of people will agree that you fuck with me, you 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 call me names, whatever, that's cool, I can take it. But you fuck with my family, you start fucking with my heritage. People with with all right definitely get defensive about that because that's where we come from. That's part of our identity. We're going to tell a fun story real quick. So yeah. you remember in, I was in second grade and you were in third grade. I remember in Maine, we used to live in Maine and there were some bullies there, right? Fifth grade bullies that would pick on all the kids. And what did we do? Like they were picking on my brother, Josh. And we had recess at the same time. And I was like, Oh, hell no. Hell no. You're not picking on my brother, Josh. So, what did we do to this guy? Uh, we kind of we we put the screws to him, so to speak. It was fun because, dude, <laughs> right after right after we put this fifth grader in his place, because you you know you offended our heritage, who we are, you know us. We tried to defend ourselves, and we did. We got some pretty beautiful ladies in second, and third grade. That's <laughs> 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 a cool little story. It happens. Um, yeah, no, but it was, it, it's not even, it's really, honestly, it's, it's, it's about a disrespect of identity. Uh, that, that's what I believe a lot of people got pissed off about. Um, and, and to be honest, yeah, I, there, anybody can do a number of good things and still be a piece of shit. Um, like <laughs> I, I, I honestly believe, yeah, maybe he's done some good, but he's also probably done a lot of bad. Um, and he, he ultimately, I, I don't believe cares about most people in this country. I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm sure just like anybody else, he has a special interest in a certain group of people, which, you know, it shouldn't be that way. Um, but when it really comes down to it, I, I do believe he, he is a little bit racist and does, is a little bit classist when it, when it comes down to what I, I will agree. I will agree. I feel like there is some type of prejudice. There is some type of, oh, hierarchy. Well, I'm better than you. There is that. But for the past 20 years, um, I would say the last good president, and maybe I'm wrong, the last good president was Reagan. Uh, I would I would disagree with, with, with uh, some of that. And that's that's actually having to do with uh, the war on drugs. Which, uh, yeah, let's, let's move on from the, the whole uh, issue in 1930s. Um, all the way up to the 1970s. Uh, so in the 1970s, um, obviously Nixon, Nixon was president um, and he was the first president to uh, take all these drugs that people started doing in the 70s um, because, you know, people were becoming a little bit more free minded. Uh, they were starting to become self thinkers and and um, they were using a lot of psychedelics and um, a lot of uh, a lot of marijuana. DMT um, too, <laughs> yeah, DMT and acid, and psychedelics. Yep, um, and uh, Nixon and the administration 
started seeing that they couldn't control these people. So what they ended up doing. You can, okay, okay. Okay. This is something that pisses me off. Try to control these people. What were they doing wrong? They weren't doing exactly. shit wrong. They, they were, they were, they were, they were using thing, things around them, mostly that are, that come from natural sources. They, they were, they were, wizard. they were using, they, they were using drugs that, that the man, the hands of man really didn't have too much to do with in the final so you're product. talking about like mushrooms uh, nothing yeah so, stuff that 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 really isn't that chemically altered um and and you know it, it was it was starting to have an effect um and people because people didn't want to go to the vietnam war um people were boycotting and protesting it they were like why why are we going there what's the point please explain this to us and they started asking questions you know it's funny it's it's funny how we always end up landing on the word war. Um, what benefit has war brought to us? Okay, I understand having to defend yourself between invading countries and invading people that want to change and take away your freedoms, but for the last, I would say, 70 years, we have been in war for the longest time. We, the well, United States. No, I mean, and, and war stretches all the way back to the beginning of civilization um, and really, <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Here's my theory on war. Um, in any war, it's always between two people. Somebody wants something that the other person has. So the, the theory I have on war is that we just pretty much run out of, ran out of space. Um, we ran out of, ter- of, of land and territories started shrinking. So we needed to invade other territories to get the resources and and things that we needed. So basically that's what happened is we grew in population size to a point where we, we should have honestly shared the planet, but we decided to be selfish about it. War is, um, when you're a child and you're immature and something irritates us, we act out in violence. You know, that's a childish thing. So collectively, we're very childish. Yeah, we are. And, and most of most of what stems, uh, what, most of what war is about is, is, is a battle for resources. Um, because one people wants resources more than another and, and or wants the resources that another group of people have. Um, um, hold, just a second. <laughs> Jacques Cousteau, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. He just recently passed last year. He's a smart and amazing genius man. You can go on YouTube, check him out, Jacques Cousteau. And he had an amazing um, plan for all humans. And we could apply this, but we don't. So if if this was applied, the life everybody would be living is literally, we're all going to die. From all of our understanding and science and technology, sorry, we're all going to die right now. In the future, you know, it'd be cool to live forever. But Jacques Cousteau, he put together a beautiful world where, in the reality, 90% of people would not have to physically have to work. And we'd be living off gardens that grow from our yeah, house. We'd be free to create. We'd be going to a library. We'd be sharing every, everything. There'd be everything. The world he created, if you check it out, it is so beautiful. Yeah, And no, I just have to We could add grow that beyond, that. beyond working for for people for a living definitely mm-hmm. um but uh getting back to the war on drugs um 
it in um so so after the whole the whole Nixon administration in the seventies, um, it became something that was that was championed, um, among politicians. It was it was a politician's ruse, basically, uh, to get votes. Um, it was basically uh something that 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 different political parties used as a platform for voting publics because nobody wants their kids using drugs. I don't want my kids using drugs. I don't want your kids using drugs. And, and that's, that's what they did is they attacked our fear as parents. Um, when really like, and, and we've proven this today in, in Washington state and we've proven this in many other States that we can be responsible enough to treat marijuana the exact same way we treat liquor where children don't have easy access to it so i just have to throw this out there um since marijuana has been legal in washington um how many duis or how many uh deaths have there been well uh, it, the legalization of marijuana has definitely improved the crime rate in washington state what um, it improved it. It, it, it improved. Is well, that magic? It, it improved the, the, well, it decreased the crime rate. I should say, um, it, um, it, yeah, it, it increased revenue for the state. Uh, there, there's actually, I, I forget the last figures. Uh, let me actually see here. Um, what the tax tax revenue was for. And this is just the very first year it being legal. It's bringing in, revenue it's helping it's helping us with so much in finances like i i wish i will get there but i wish we could use it more what it should be used for like for concrete clothes all these different things which is hemp you know yeah yeah um and 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 we'll get into a little bit more of the usefulness of marijuana episode 11 um yeah so uh (laughs) here's a here's an article uh, by the Washington Times, it says uh, it was from 2016, but I'm pretty sure it's it's higher now. But uh, it says marijuana sales in Washington State top one billion. Oh shit! Oh shit! That's that's with a B, folks. Um, well, <laughs> damn that's idea. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, so if the revenue tops one billion and the average sales tax for um, for <laughs> For um, marijuana are at least the same as food, which is 0.08%. You're looking at, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax revenue per state. Like every state can do that. Every state could definitely do that. Um, But, you know, along with uh, what Nixon did, the Reagan Reagan administration pretty much carried that on they they carried that that uh attitude of prohibition on um with uh miss reagan's campaign the dare program which we we were actually part of as kids because dude fifth grade, we didn't know any we graduated better. from fifth grade yeah yeah i remember I, like talking about I, marijuana. I had i remember that i had the shirt so and 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 lee elementary school yeah and well and well when cops would come to school they would have like different dangerous drugs and they would have the coke and the marijuana right next to each other and now looking back on it i was like damn that's fucking ridiculous now i will say that um marijuana it 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 is an amazing um plant 
Yeah, I'm not even yeah. going to call it a drug anymore. Well, it's and, a plant. and and here are are some of the effects of the war against against marijuana and other drugs that are, you know, that are naturally made. Um, the, some of the effects uh, that have that have come out of that are, you know, you have the the whole um, slew of cartels that have gained power through you know, a boost in money and, and, and maybe they marijuana isn't their only cash crop, but it's one of them. And no, it is. But, but by legalizing it, it's taking billions of dollars away from the cartel. What does that do? It reduces their power. Oh yeah. Well, and influence and cartels, just like any gang thrive on the amount of money that they rake in. So if you legalize it, you not only make it safer to consume because you know, the product is tested you know the product is is something that's somebody's had their hands in and, and, and verified. You know what I mean. And also, you can go get it from somebody like you're walking into a liquor store, which has security guards. You know what I mean. Like you're 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 a little bit safer. You're a little bit more protected versus there there are, there are um, in places where it's legal. It, it's 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 illegal. I should say in places that it's illegal. Um, you have to go get it from a dealer who probably also deals in other drugs that are a little bit more dangerous and carry with it a lot more um, probability of violence. You know what I mean? And and this not is even, what – Not only to mention though, this marijuana could be laced with other drugs. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is you don't have – you don't know what's in it. You know what I mean? Nobody's tested it. You can't see percentage numbers on there on, on any kind of packaging. It's It's a – it's a little bit of weed in a sandwich bag, and it could be anything, you know. What I mean? And and that's the crazy part. Um, but that that's something that that Reagan really cracked down on, and um, <laughs> and it, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, I'll I'll go into the whole thing that was happening in the eighties as well about uh, the CIA and the crack epidemic at some point, um, but. Uh, yeah, have you seen uh, <laughs> Kill the Messenger? That's a great movie for that uh, and more info on that. Um, but th- it's, 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 uh, it's, it's crazy that, you know, in the 70s, they were like, oh, yeah, this, this is when the war on, on drugs begins. And then now in the 80s, they're like, OK, we're cracking on down on it more. And then in the 90s, it was a little bit different. I mean, the, the war on drugs wasn't so big as far as i remember you know what i mean it wasn't talked about so much um and for some reason we we seem to really thrive in the 90s with the advent of the internet and and all this new technology that we got um so i mean there's a, there's a lot of things to be said for the prohibition of marijuana um and and honestly that's where i think a lot of the issues in mexico arose from with us basically pumping billions of dollars into the hands of cartels. And why Mexico is literally saying marijuana is a legal right. What is that going to do to Mexico? It's going to remove the power from the cartels. It's going to take all that money and revenue they're making by making that a human right, legalizing it in the whole state of Mexico. It's going to remove billions, close to trillions of dollars from cartels, which is going to reduce their power. Absolutely. So one thing I do want to talk about before we move on to the next segment is, for instance, I would like to know, I honestly don't know, but I would like to know how has marijuana 
helped you, affected you? What has it done for you, Josh? Um, well, me myself, I'm a I'm a veteran, as you guys know, um, and I have a I have a pretty um, I, I would say in 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 cases of in cases of PTSD, I would say I have a pretty mild case of PTSD. Um, but you know, it, it, it helps me, me function. It, it helps me, um, be the person I was before I joined the Marine Corps and experience the traumas that I experienced whilst in the Marine Corps. Uh, and there's a lot of events that feel that way. Um, I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole movement, uh, a group, I should say, um, called 22 too many. That's all about, um, uh, ending veteran suicide, uh, because, the stat the statistic uh today is that at least uh 22 vets a day commit suicide because they don't have access to medicines like marijuana that help with anxiety depression uh ptsd and a slew of other illnesses i mean last i checked um and 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 please somebody if you can find this info update me last i checked um the the number of illnesses that marijuana actually can help with is up to like 25 28 uh different illnesses including cancer okay we're going to talk about how amazing cannabis and hemp and ever all of that is cbd is for cancer yeah well, on a on a future episode but i do want to say real quick i want to take a time to congratulate and appreciate my brother for serving our country he um i just have to say this for me so he can remember it forever but (laughs) i seriously love my brother josh and um i tried my hardest to be in the military and i couldn't because i have asthma but my brother stepped up and he's like you know what this is what i'm gonna have to i have to tell his story real quick and you had to listen to it so he was enlisting into the military right and they're like, he wanted to be a Marine. And the guy's like, are you sure you want to be a Marine? This motherfucker, he stands, he jumps on the freaking desk. He's like, hell yeah, I want to be a Marine. And so I just want to take a moment to tell my brother I love him. And thank you so much for your service and everything you've done for this country. <laughs> thank you, man. I love you too. Um yeah, no, that was that was actually a pretty funny moment in my life. I have no idea what possessed me to jump on my recruiter's desk <laughs> and, and scream out, but like we both got pumped, man. It was crazy. It was a good moment. So we've had a little bit too much fun on this first segment. So let's move in to the next topic. Um, so in this next segment, we're going to start going over a little bit of uh, where cannabis law stands right now. Um, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, Disclaimer: many, many, We many are not are lawyers. We do, dude. Did, did you get your law degree uh-huh. and not tell me about it? You need to say disclaimer every single time, just to save our ass. Real well, science. I feel like the disclaimer should be that I said that I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know, but you know how that legal shit goes. It gets, it's retarded. Yeah, I am not a crook. Ha <laughs> ha. Um. Anyway. Um. So. Um, going back to marijuana law and where it kind of stands today. Um, so as it stands, uh, the best information I can come up with uh, says that, uh, it, well, Wikipedia, I don't know how 
how credible a source you think Wikipedia is. Some Can't people you, do, like, go in some there people and don't. Change it yourself? Well, it, it's anybody can add information to it, so it's a lot like a podcast mm. form, or it's not like a it's a lot like a website form of what we're doing with this podcast. Okay, so first of all, I just have to remind everyone from the second episode, my brother Josh is God, so whatever he says is correct. No, it's not, but I just had to say that. Yeah, it's absolutely not true. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, so basically, what what uh, Wikipedia says so far on um, legalized medical marijuana is that twenty four states have had um, it legalized for medical use, um, and according to man, this guy needs to figure out what the hell he's talking about. There's huh? So many tabs open. oh okay so according to answers.com um there are uh close to 15 to 18 states that are now um legalized for recreational use um and and i do want to address the the term legalized um it's not actually legalized it's decriminalized uh they're not actually trying to actively arrest anybody for it Uh, but we do need to be aware that at any moment the federal government can come in and say hey everybody that's buying from your dispensary is now locked up. Um, and that's an important note because uh, we, we need to fight for full legalization federally. Otherwise it's still in question. And if it's still in question, good people can go to jail for no reason. And that's something that we need to be wary of. We need to make a federal government episode. Because I think, and I mean, both both of us know that the federal government, yeah, we'll make an episode about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll we'll definitely dive down that rabbit hole. Um, but but yeah, no, it, it needs to be federally legal. Uh, and and there are more states every year that are jumping on board. Um, so it actually, <laughs> this one's funny. Uh, Mayor Willard. C. Ryland over down in in uh, Arkansas, um, he he's uh, definitely happy for um, the medical marijuana side. He's definitely he's he's opening a little bit more. Um, he, he's he's uh, opening a little bit more legislation for um, farmers to come to low income communities, poor communities, and open um, marijuana farms for uh, medical use. Um, which is really great because he even as as someone who uh, seems to um, understand that this is definitely the new cash crop of of our time. You know, it's our new tobacco. It's our new cotton. It's 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 and it's so much more than that because it has so many uses and it's so multifaceted. Uh, and the only reason it's not federally legal so far is because all these gigantic companies that want to keep the status quo um, haven't figured out a way to make money off of it yet. And as we move back, just looking back and, and listening to the episode, we talked about all the benefits that marijuana has, like all the ailments that it helps. And I can't, I'm saying this with quotes as a quote, it cures. Well, and yeah, and here's the other side of, of, <laughs> of the uh the legalization of marijuana even even statewide and i and i i should probably stop using the word legalization and use the word decriminalization decriminalization because that's kind of uh 
more what it really is. Um, so with the decriminalization of marijuana in Massachusetts, um, it's it's also you know there are a couple cities that are that are banning it in Massachusetts. So so according to an article by High Times, um, Massachusetts, um, there there are um, 189 out of 351 cities that have banned cannabis uh, sales um, for recreational use, even though it's legal in the state, which is, uh, you know, there's there's like dry counties in certain states. Um, I feel like that's going to be another thing for people uh, and it might be an opportunity for some people. So, uh, yeah, definitely watch out for that. So what Josh is saying is everyone invest in marijuana stocks. They're going up. Actually, don't actually do. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you're going to open up a pot shop, open up a pot shop next to a dry county. <laughs> so all of us are seeing the benefits of cannabis, CBD, THC, all of what marijuana has to provide for us. Yeah. Well, and a big aspect of that is hemp. Hemp, 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 hemp. Um, hemp is, is so universal. It, it's such a strong material that it's a better people, rope. Yeah, well, better concrete. Yep. Well, and that's what I was going to say. It's such a it's such a strong material that people are making concrete out of it. I know that that there are certain people that that are starting to look into this as a as a resource, um, and I, I believe you should. Honestly, you should look into that. Um, there's actually Senator Mitch McConnell just pushed a bill to legalize hemp. Um, and, and I'm totally in support of that. I, I would definitely vote on that and, and get that out there. But guess who's going to fight against this movement? Big business companies Big that have business. stake in making sure that a cheap, affordable solution is not given to the people because, you know, why, why would they put themselves out of business? And, so do you know hemp can make plastic too? And it oh, biodegrades yeah, in 80 days? <laughs> yeah. 80 days. Well, and that's the thing is, is, is uh, it, it, it goes back to what I've been saying in, in some of the earlier episodes. And I do believe this is a big problem um, that it, it, it's, it's actually responsible for most of the problems that we have in the world today is that we have an over commercialization of things to the point where uh, these corporate interests uh, take a front seat to helping people out and, and bettering lives um, when it should be the other way around. You know, uh, businesses are supposed to provide good products for consumers in a fair market. And you're going to see uh, a motif, uh, a continuous um, focus on the importance of life, not just human life, but all of life. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, definitely a high five. Air five, sorry, to Senator Mitch McConnell for pushing that bill. Um, that that's good on you. We're actually going to be interviewing um, Anthony, and he's actually running for what is he running for? Um, so uh, Anthony Welty is is actually uh, Anthony he's, Welty. He's he's a he's a libertarian. He's running for uh, insurance commissioner, of Washington State. A lot of people don't know what that is. And I'll let him explain all about that um, as far as uh, him running for the 2020 election. So stay tuned for that. So, yeah, definitely. I, I believe that uh, that hemp would be a good investment. Just a second. I think your tagline is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do definitely say that a lot. Definitely. Um, <laughs> that's because I'm definite on a lot of things. I'm not too indefinite. Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, I honestly think that uh, that hemp and marijuana have a lot to offer, and we'll definitely keep an eye on where the law stands um, when it comes to to hemp and marijuana, um, because I do believe that it's uh, it's a medicine that should be available to everyone across the globe. Um, I just want to reiterate, it's a medicine. Just like Mexico oh, yes, definitely. said it is a human right. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and uh, I'm actually going to have a, a few guests that, that will uh, definitely affirm that. And uh, it, and honestly, um, if anybody has any questions or comments or information on the subject, definitely please, please hit us up and and give us that information because yeah be part of the conversation yeah join the conversation uh, you know it, it's it, that's what it's all about it's all about getting together and getting the best information from all sources you know what i mean um, and we're just launching you know this this is just the very first three episodes but in the future we're going to have guests we're and this is the beautiful thing is that if you're one of our first listeners you have an opportunity to be one of our first guests to actually be in our podcast and influence not just you'll influence everyone yeah you change no, so much this from is this, this is podcast. gonna be at, at, at one point in time once we get the resources we'll make this a little bit more of an open forum uh where we can have people chime in um and give suggestions for discussion topics so definitely look forward to that um and and, and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things to look forward to Um, but I think that's going to go ahead and and wrap it for tonight's episode you're listening to Found Forum welcome to the conversation